What's good, my rap and hip-hop peeps? It's your boy, DJ Scanless here, and we're back with an all-new audio vlog. For this one, I'm going to break down this controversial top 50 rappers list by the stupid-ass mumble rapper named Lil Durk. Let's get it. So this was last month, but I just felt like I had to do a video on it, because I didn't even know about this until I seen it on Twitter. It says, ever since the questionable top 50 greatest rappers of all time list surfaced on Twitter on Monday, August 5th, a few people have contributed their own list to the ongoing debate. On August 7th, Lil Durk jumped on his Instagram account and shared the top 50 greatest rappers of all time list. The top 50 that changed the culture, he wrote in the caption of his rent list. Missed a couple though, but let's argue. As is usually the case with lists like this one, there was a good amount of outrage that popped up. The five artists on Lil Durk's list were... Meek Mill, Lil Baby, Lil Uzi Vert, Young Thug, and Future. He also included himself on the list with Nicki Minaj, City Girls, as well as J. Cole. So let's check out his little list here. Meek Mill. I would say that Meek Mill belongs in maybe a top 50, maybe in the 40s or late 30s. Lil Baby, hell no. Lil Uzi, hell no. Young Thug, hell no. Future, no. Drake doesn't even write his own shit, so if you can't even write your own songs, you have no business being on the top 50. And I don't even say that for Dr. Dre too, even though I love Dr. Dre, but Dr. Dre never wrote his own stuff. You can find a whole bunch of reference tracks on Drake and Dr. Dre from other people that actually recorded the songs before those rappers laid their own vocals. So Drake, since he doesn't even write his own material, and you don't even know where his material is coming from, besides the guy that called him out on it a couple years ago, he probably has a new ghostwriter. Lil Durk, can't put yourself on the list. I don't even know who Moneybag Yo is. Nicki Minaj, I would say that she's the queen of rap, but I think Lil Kim in her prime, MC Light, Queen Latifah, would destroy her lyrically. And that's just me. And same with Cardi B. Cardi B, she's too new. And I think all the old school rappers like Queen Latifah, even Eve is better lyrically than Cardi B. But looking at this list, you have Chief Keef, Kodak Black, NBA Youngboy, 21 Savage, he has a couple hits. Blueface, he can't even rap on beat. How can you be on the top 50 if you can't even rap on beat? That's like any person, any teenager, any kid just playing a beat and just rapping with their phone. They don't even line up their vocals properly with the snares. You can't even follow the beat properly. So why the hell is he on the top 50 list? It makes no damn sense. That's one of the art of being a rapper. You gotta have bars. You gotta know how to rap and flow. And you gotta write your own shit. Alright, so you got Ty Dollar Sign. I guess you can make the case for top 40, top 50. Nipsey Hustle, he's a great rapper. But I think, I bet you he only put him on here because he passed away. Which is a damn shame because he was always a great rapper. I wouldn't put him up there with Tupac and Biggie, but I would definitely put him in my top 50. YG, definitely I would put him in my top 50. And I don't I just don't think any of these other guys have any bars really. Their record sales don't show that they should be in anyone's top 50, really. J. Cole, definitely. J. Cole can crack the top 30, maybe even top 20. Migos, and uh, I would say they have a lot of hits, but lyrically and that, I don't put them on the same list as like Tupac, Biggie, Eazy-E, Ice Cube. Hell no. So I just don't understand this. You have all these rappers on here that are mumble rappers that repeat the same word over and over again. None of them really have lyrical bars besides old Nipsey Hussle songs and J. Cole. Obviously, YG and Ty Dollar Sign are good, but there's really no one else. But anyways, guys, 
let's check out Lil Durk's stats here. So Lil Durk is making his top 50, but let's see how his albums did. So this dude only has two albums out. He sold 24,000 copies in his first week, 48,000 copies overall in the United States as of 2016 on his first album. Garbage. Demon go gold. Lil Durk 2X. Sold 7,745 physical copies. Combined with streaming sales amounts to 12,259. Garbage. So why are we taking a guy that only has sold 12,000 streaming sales and physical copies together on his last album, seriously, when Tupac has sold over 75 million records, Eminem over 85 million records, Snoop Dogg is 40 million records to even make the list, Biggie, 40 million records to even make the list, but that's the thing with today's generation, you have all these kids that look up these rappers that can't even rhyme, that can't even make 16 bar verses, that can't even flow on beat. And none of their albums sell like they used to. Well, you say, oh, well, because nobody buys CDs no more. They have a new calculation with streaming sales, and none of them can match the 90s. None of them can match Tupac and Biggie and Eminem. As a matter of fact, we'll go over there and we'll check out Eminem's sales. First, we'll check out Revival, and then we'll check out Kamikaze. All right, so we're at Revival right now. Scroll down. 132,000. And then as of October 2018, it sold 321,000 album equivalent units in the UK alone. 392,000 physical copies in the US. Compared to what? What I said, like 7,000 of Lil Dirk? Get that shit out of here. Alright, now let's go check out Kamikaze. So we got Kamikaze here. Killshot garnered 38.1 million streams on YouTube in the first 24 hours and over 80 million views in its first week. Lil Durk don't even have that on a three-year-old video. That's his highest video on YouTube. You see, critical performance. Kamikaze has sold over 1 million album equivalent units in the US alone. 457,000 being pure sales. As of 2019, Kamikaze has sold over 500,000 copies in pure sales, making it the only solo album of 2018 to do so. But yeah, he doesn't make the list. What else does it say up here? 225 million streams, giving Eminem his largest amount of streams within a week. He also is in the top 10 for highest first sales of 2018. Do you have Eminem sell 1 million copies still? That's still not like... 5 mil, 6 mil, 7 mil that Tupac and Biggie were doing, but that's still a lot compared to what Lil Durk is doing 12,000 units. Alright, now let's check out Lil Durk's highest viewed video on YouTube and see how they compare to other artists. We'll go to filter here. We'll go by view count. 65 million views three years ago. 58 million views. Alright. Let's check out Tupac. Which Tupac actually had a whole channel of stuff deleted a couple years ago that had over 300 million views, 500 million views, and everything else. But we'll see. 301 million views. That's way better than Lil Dirk. California Love, way better. Dear Mama Hail Mary. Even my own video that came out two years ago, higher than Lil Dirk. 
Alright, now let's check out Eminem. 810, 400, 1 billion, 290, another billion, 258, Tori's B.I.G. now, 230 million, 153 million, 76 million. Well, you can say, oh, well, these are 10, 10 years old. Well, Lil Dirk's video was three to four years old. Alright, let's check out Easy E. You already know he's gonna lose the real motherfucking cheese right off the bat. Boom, 192 million views right there. No, I don't want you easy here. Easy E, Easy E, Easy E, straight out of Compton. Way better. Easy E, a remix from last year. Better than Lil Dirk. Let's check out Easy E's former homeboy, Ice Cube. You know my video's gonna be in there too. Ice Cube, 103 million. The same video, straight out of Compton, 95 million. Even Ice Cube in the car with Kevin Hart. More than Lil Dirk's video. Alright guys, now I just showed you why Lil Durk is trash, and I don't really give a fuck what his opinion is. Alright, so we got this article in Metro Times here. It says, the lawsuit by Eminem's publisher against Spotify could be a case for the Supreme Court. Eminem's music publisher 8 Mile Style filed a copyright infringement lawsuit against Spotify Wednesday, August 21st. The complaint filed in a Nashville federal court and obtained by The Hollywood Reporter alleges that Spotify did not secure the necessary license before streaming Eminem's songs billions of times. The lawsuit also alleges that the Music Modernization Act, MMA, popular legislation passed last year with support from multiple sides from the music industry violates the U.S. Constitution. As such, the case could be headed to the U.S. Supreme Court. The lawsuit scrutinizes the legality of the MMA and protects streaming services like Spotify, a $26 billion Stockholm-based streaming company, from the liability of copyright claims. It does this by making it difficult to sue streaming services for statutory damages, which are damages established by a statute that can be awarded per work. Due to this limitation, the complaint contends that the MMA violates two aspects of the Fifth Amendment, the Due Process Clause and the Takings Clause. The Due Process Clause guarantees a right to fair treatment by the court system, and the Takings Clause makes it illegal to take private property for public use without acquiring permission to do so. If it can happen to Eminem, it can happen to smaller artists, intellectual property, attorney John Krieger told Pitchfork. The lawsuit also alleges that Spotify categorized Eminem's songs under copyright control, which is a designation which indicates that the copyright is unknown. Seeing how this is Eminem that we're talking about, the lawsuit also states that the designation is absurd because it would not be difficult to identify the owner of such popular songs such as Lose Yourself. The complaint goes on to assert that Spotify sent random payments for the streaming of songs including Lose Yourself to Real Slim Shady, which only purport to account for a fraction of their streams according to the suit. The publishing company that filed the lawsuit co-owns the songs and questions and handles copyrights. The lawsuit discusses compositions, aka the sheet of music and lyrics, not the master recordings. Eminem himself is not directly involved in the suit. And actually came out that Eminem actually was not aware of this suit and he doesn't even have to be in the courtroom or a part of this suit for his company to do this lawsuit. So it's basically the company that helped Eminem do like many of his older material and some songs, even on the Relapse album, and they went and they are the party that is suing Spotify. This is why I feel like Eminem, the Tupac Estate, Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, they all need to come together and gain rights to their own masters because you're gonna have all these type of companies that profit off your back catalog and they only give you a sliver, a fraction of what you should be earning if you had owned the masters. 
And we even seen this with Taylor Swift getting bullied around by the company that she used to be with until she signed with Universal now, which she does all her music through Universal and she owns her masters. But she does not own the masters that she made probably the last decade or so. So I think this is like a case where Eminem has so much clout in the music industry and he probably has a lot of clout within Universal UMG and I just don't see why Universal UMG does not go around and try to buy out some of these contracts and some of these companies so that their artists can actually own some of their masters. And really something like this makes Eminem look bad because all the articles online were showing that it was Eminem, but it wasn't Eminem, it was his publisher from his older material. So really, it paints him in a bad light, even though he didn't even do anything wrong here. All right, let's check out this new article where he probably does something a little wrong here. <laughs> this new article from Complex says, Eminem, people, they think they want this problem until they get it. So that's a recent tweet here that he did on August 28th, is people think they want this problem until they get it, which is kind of like a subliminal diss to people that are talking shit on him. So the article goes on to say that M tweeted this without giving a hint as to who he's referencing. M's name has been thrown around as a lot of late. During an episode of Everyday Struggle, Machine Gun Kelly claimed that he's willing to bury a hatchet if M is willing to respect his skills in front of the world. Which I doubt will ever happen. <laughs> Put us on a track and see who comes out harder, MGK said, when asked if there's any hope for closure between himself and M. While MGK seems to be past the issue, the most heat has been receiving has come to the hands of longtime pundit Lord Jamar. Lord Jamar is a reoccurring guest on Vlad TV. During almost every appearance, the rapper takes on the opportunity to discredit Eminem. This led Eminem to take shots at Lord Jamar on Fall, which was on his Kamikaze album. This did not stop Lord Jamar from attacking Eminem. As a result, M's close friend and collaborator Royce59 defended Eminem in an Instagram post aimed directly at Lord Jamar. You know, like, I think if people knew how much money he made off of that shit, man, they probably would look at it different. Like, especially Lord Jamar, you know, like, you're a legend in the game, you're part of a legendary rap group. It's like you're going and sitting on this man's couch, sitting in this man's chair, and, you know, like, you're running up these views because you got so much controversial shit to say about one fucking person. And, you know, he walks away with the check and you walk away, you know, um, craving attention. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, I don't even like seeing niggas in that space. I don't like seeing you in that space, brother. You know what I mean? Because, like, talking about him, like, real niggas don't listen to his music and all that. First of all, man, you're not, like, the measuring stick of who's real or who's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what you think about us over here or you think about me. And that's actually ironic because I don't follow Lord Jamar. And I don't even know if he even put out an album. So who is he to discredit someone else's work and basically talk for a whole race of people? I hear Eminem all the time, whether I'm listening to it, whether it's in the gym. I hear people listen to it when I was going to work and stuff like that. So I hear a lot of people, a lot of different races still listen to Eminem and his hit songs like Lose Yourself and other songs that he did with 50 Cent. I understand you said some shit like, yeah, you respect 50, but, but the other niggas know who I don't respect or whatever the fuck that was. You said like, yo, I don't care about none of that shit. You don't have to respect me. Just don't disrespect me. I don't want no problems with nobody and I don't have to fuck nobody up. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. You're not cruel to me. You're not tough to me. You're not the measuring stick of what street niggas listen to. Exactly. I don't look at you like no type of street nigga. I look at you the same way you look at Marshall. 
You say he talk about a bunch of shit he don't do. I feel like you rapped about a bunch of shit you never did and you still ain't doing. So what's, what's really the difference? You know what I'm saying? And, and nobody's faulting nobody for having their opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can have your opinion. And how I feel about Griselda, nobody can say nothing bad to me about Griselda. Those are my niggas. So if I go on your show and I do an interview with you and I know that you don't fuck with Griselda, I'm not seeing your side. You don't have a side in my book. And, you know, y'all keep fucking bringing my name up on the show. Like, you know, Royce would never say, come on the show and say anything bad about Marshall. You got damn right. I wouldn't come on your show and say anything bad about any of my friends. I don't Heard have an obsession with Marshall as just an isolated friend. I treat all my friends the same way. I don't speak bad on my friends. I don't, I don't play, I don't have sides. It's our side. It's our side and you don't have a side. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's, that's how I feel about that situation. And I really think if we came to a place where we can be a little bit more unified, if not even just in this country, because the, the value that we bring to this country is ridiculous. I think if we realize that and we could take that value either somewhere else or just stand with each other in solidarity just long enough to where, you know, we can get whatever it is that we need to move us forward as a people. There's actually around seven more minutes of this. So guys, go check out Royce59's Instagram if you want to see more of this. And he has a point here. Instead of tearing each other down, why aren't we coming together to help each other grow and be put on a bigger pedestal and being put more out there? But like I said, this guy, I think he's the measuring stick. He doesn't have the credentials to come up against Royce59 or Eminem. So, so really, if you're taking this guy's opinions, either you're very gullible or naive, and that'd be that. But rumor has it that Eminem's going to come out with a diss track again or something. So hopefully he's cooking up something. He probably is. He's probably just waiting for any type of person or mumble rapper to come out and say his name so he can totally destroy them. You know, and if that's the case, it's a great time to be a fan of music. We already seen what Eminem and MGK could do. Brought back to like the 90s and early 2000s style vibe with the rap beef. It's a good thing if Eminem pops off against these guys. Anyways, guys, I'm going to be doing more like this. You can check out my podcast on anchor.fm or scalelesstalk.com. You can check it out on Spotify. You can check it out on Podbean under Talk as well. You can also check out my other Tupac vlogs here and another Tupac vlog on my DJ Scanless main channel on YouTube. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Peace out.